Hello, and welcome to the first episode of All the Friends. I'm your host, Rebecca, and today I will be reviewing the books I read in 2020. So last year I used Goodreads. Um, Goodreads is a place where you can read reviews on books, you can write reviews on books, and then they have like a year goal. So you put in how many books you plan to read for the year, and then as you read books and you review them, it counts towards your goal. It started out pretty good until it got to June, and then I had stopped reading the book that I had told Goodreads I was reading, and it started emailing me almost daily telling me, you haven't finished this book yet, and I was like, yeah, I know, it's staring at me with the bookmark hanging out, which is frustrating, and it made me like not want to use the service anymore. So I still use Goodreads, I still use it for reviews and seeing what other people say, because sometimes where I buy my books, which is Indigo, people haven't said anything yet. So I use Goodreads for that, but I've stopped using it for its counting, uh, for its year goal. I did, however, keep my goal in mind as I was reading, and I did try to work towards completing that. So I told Goodreads in the earlier part of the year that I wanted to read 25 books, and in the end I read 29 books. So I did complete my goal. I read four books more than my goal, which is great. And it was actually a pretty good reading year. I really enjoyed a lot of the books I read. Um... And I plan to read, I started a couple series, and I plan to continue those series and read other books by those authors, which is always great. <laughs> Before I tell you about the books I read and start reviewing them, we need to go over my review system. So this is also on the podcast's Instagram channel. This is the review system I will be using for everything that I review, whether it's music, movies, books, etc. So... One star means I didn't like it at all. Like, that was not good. I didn't like it. I probably will not read it again. Two stars is like, okay, like I've read better, but it, it was okay. It was all right. Three stars means good. So yeah, I liked it, but something probably bothered me. Um, but I liked it. I would probably read it again. Four stars is I thought it was a really good book. I liked it a lot, um, but I got over it. Like, it, the story was good, I just got over it really easily. And then we have five stars, which is, I wasn't able to get over the book, I wasn't able to stop thinking about the characters or the plot, I loved it so much, and I will probably recommend this to anybody who asks me for a book recommendation. I'd be like, this book, you should read it. So that is the ranking scale, that's how I rank everything. Um... And then at half marks, like, if I give something 3.5, that's, like, considered an almost. So it almost was four stars, but it wasn't really four stars. One of the books I read this year actually got lower than three stars, which is great. Um, and there were a couple books that I started, read a couple pages, maybe a chapter, and then I stopped reading it because I wasn't in the mood to read, which is completely fine. I just shelved it again, and I'm going to get to it at some point, hopefully this year. <laughs> um, but... When I get to it, I will get to it, and you'll probably hear about it. Um, so I think that's everything to do with the rankings, and we can start the actual reviews. So the first book we have in our three-star category is A Short History of the Girl Next Door, written by Jared Reck. This story is about a high school student named Matt who is hopelessly in love with his longtime best friend and the girl across the street, Tabby. This story focuses a lot on grief and loss and longing, and it was a really interesting read. You can really see Matt's character development from the beginning of the book to the end of the book. He starts out really selfish, he starts out really jealous, and by the end of the book he's starting to understand that he's not the only person who is feeling this way, and it 
is kind of a story about hope at the same time. At the end of the book, you know that all the characters in the book are going to be okay after this really dramatic thing happened. And it reminded me a lot of The Perks of Being a Wallflower by Stephen Chbosky. This realization that these two books were similar made me want to read Perks of Being a Wallflower, and so I did. This was the second time I've read Perks, and the first time I read it, I was in high school. I was in grade 12, and I loved it. I probably would have given it five stars. Uh, However, now that I'm older, I'm reading it, and I don't know, something didn't sit well with me while I read it. Perks of Being a Wallflower, if you don't know, is about this boy named Charlie. So actually, every character in this book is under a different name than what they are in real life for safety issues. But the main character in this book is Charlie, and he writes this person called Friend. He's... We don't know who Friend is. Um, And Charlie is in his freshman year of high school, so it's about him trying to figure out life and what it's like to be in high school. And he meets a lot of great people, he has a lot of friends, and he also gets into a little bit of trouble. Um, The issue I have with Perks, I think, is that no one really helps Charlie. They all just blame him for not understanding instead of trying to help him understand. And that's really frustrating to read. Um, Yeah, I just wish people... I mean, I guess it's a look onto real life and how people behave towards people sometimes. But yeah, it was really a frustrating read. I just wanted someone to get, like, to help Charlie. Um... And the other thing in this book as well is because it's written in a letter format, sometimes it can jump time, and uh, that can be hard as well. But I liked it. I would I would recommend reading it. I, I think it's a powerful read. The next book we have is a mystery thriller called We Were Liars by E. Lockhart. I have to do a big dramatic sigh here. Are you ready? <sighs> I bought this book because I'd watched people on YouTube love this book and every time people were like what should I read people were like we were lo- we were liars by E. Lockhart and I was like okay you know what I'm gonna read that it sounds interesting it's about this family who lives on a private island um and there's drama between like the sisters there's drama between the cousins there's drama between the grandparents see it was pretty interesting to me it was interesting um this book is very intriguing and there's this twist in the book that if you paid attention to it you could figure it out way early on but I didn't <laughs> I didn't figure it out and it happened and I was like oh geez like that's huge and then the book makes sense which is frustrating because you have to read like five sixths of the book to finally understand what's going on like that is really hard for me I like I like mystery. I like trying to figure things out, but it was hard to figure out this one because I felt like I didn't know a lot of what was going on. So when everyone was like, oh, this book is fantastic. It's a five out of five. I was like, okay. Like it, I, I didn't really like the main character that much, um, which also didn't help me because I really like knowing characters and I like liking characters. I feel like it makes it easier for me to read books. again this book let me down okay uh definitely read it if you like mystery the plot was like the plot twist was very good um it was just took a long time for me to finally understand what was happening in the book keeping with our mystery theme we have pretty little liars by sarah shepherd this is a tv show and i watched it on netflix with my family a couple years ago and we really liked it there's a lot of characters to follow 
because they all have their own storylines. And there were some things that happened in the show that I don't think really needed to happen. But I like the show and the show inspired me to read the books. So this series is about this group of friends. There's four girls, well, five girls, and one of them goes missing. Um, and then a couple years later, when they get to high school, this girl's body is supposed to have been found. And as soon as the body is found, these girls start getting threats and messages from this person called A. I want to read this entire series. I have only read the first book. I have the first two. I plan on reading it all. There's just a lot of books, so I've got to kind of get myself into the mood to read it all. The reason it's three stars is because it's only the first book of this huge series, and I know it's going to get better as it goes on. Like, it's it's going to. It just, it's the first book. So we're just getting introduced to the characters, we're just getting introduced to some of their problems, some of the reason they're, reasons they're getting these threats, um, but it's totally going to get better. Like, you can feel it. <laughs> So then we have An Abundance of Catherines by John Green. This is a book about a boy named Colin, and he only dates girls named Catherine. He goes on a road trip with his friend to kind of get out of his mundane life, and he meets a girl that's surprisingly not named Catherine. Um, I like John Green's writing style. I follow him on YouTube at Vlogbrothers, and he speaks as he writes, which is great because it creates this really unique voice. I just, all the characters in this book felt really similar they were all kind of annoying me um and the plot just kind of plops along I don't feel like there was any big build-up to anything I don't feel like anything really like thrilled me in this book and it was kind of a shame because I do like The Fault in Our Stars and Turtles All the Way Down um I own his other books Paper Towns and Looking for Alaska and I really want to read those so hopefully those are better I feel like they are um it's just a matter of reading those as well uh and I would read The Fault in Our Stars if you're going to get into John Green books. <laughs> it is very good. I've read it twice. It's destroyed me. And I want to read it again, but I know it destroys me. So I haven't read it again. <laughs> the movie is also very good for that one as well. All right. And finishing off our three-star category, we have Vampire Academy by Rochelle Mead. Vampire Academy is about a girl named Rose who is a vampire well, she's not a vampire, but she's a guardian for a vampire uh, named Lisa. And they attend this school called, did you get it? Vampire Academy. Um, <laughs> and there are these evil vampires whose name I cannot pronounce and am not going to try to pronounce, um, who are trying to take over the vampire world. Uh, this is my second time reading this book. I have the first three book books in this series, and this is something that I do want to complete it just, there's this twist, okay, at the end of book one, and it happens literally in a page. You start the page, the twist hasn't happened, you end the page, and you've moved on already from the twist. And processing that is hard, okay? <laughs> I had to read it, like, three or four times, and then I, like, kind of got it, and I was like, okay, I'll keep reading. <laughs> I just kind of gave up on it. And that's frustrating. I like a good plot twist, but write it in a way that makes sense, that I get it. Uh, yeah, because reading it four or five times and then still not completely understanding it at the end is not very fun for me. Like, that's just, oh well. Like, <laughs> um, 
but it is interesting. I do like this book. I do like the characters in this book. I think their chemistry and their playfulness is really fun and it's enjoyable to read. I also like a good story where it's good versus evil. So I hope to read this entire series. I probably will have to read book one again when I do get to completing the series. Um, and we'll see how it goes. Now we're going to start our 3.5 star reviews. So these are almost four stars, but didn't quite do it. <laughs> um, the first one we have is Prince Charming by Rachel Hawkins. This story is about a girl named Daisy and her older sister is engaged to the Prince of Scotland. The reason this book isn't almost four stars is it was so good. It was so cute. It was so fluffy and fun. But the back of the book promised like these epic pranks. And that like didn't happen. It didn't happen at all. It was there was a little bit of mischief. There was a little bit of chaos and appearing in magazines and being caught by paparazzi doing things you probably shouldn't have. But it wasn't like super funny pranks or I kind of expected to laugh during this book and I didn't. Uh so I think the back of the book overpromised, but I still really liked it. It was really fun. There's a sequel I think to this that I want to read. Um but yeah, it was totally fun. Definitely worth a read. Next in this category, we have two books. They're not related to each other, but they're my favorite some of my favorite kind of books, okay? These are books that are based around fandom. So the first one we have here is Geekerella by Ashley Poston. So this is part of a series and they are fairy tale retellings in the world of fandom. So this story follows a girl who lives with her stepmother and her stepsisters who's a fan of a Star Wars or Star Trek uh, type of show that our Prince Charming is on. It flips back and forth between the fangirl and the Prince Charming, which is great. Uh, this book was so much fun. The characters took the original characters you could fit okay you could take like the fairy godmother and fit that to a character in this book but they were different it wasn't your traditional fairy godmother and i like that i really like that fairy tale retellings are some of my favorite stories to read and i really like this one i thought it was good um i don't really have a reason for why i got a half a star why i got an almost it just didn't feel like a four star to me okay <laughs> and the other fandom book that i read this year hit close to home. It's called I Was Born for This by Alice Usman. Uh, this story, we follow a girl named Angel, who is a fan of her, like, this punk rock trio band. And it's about her going to go and see them in concert. I, <laughs> okay, I have been to concerts. I've gone and seen my favorite people like this. And it is so much fun. And reading this book, like, perfectly like like I, I don't have words it perfectly like described what it's like to do that and it also talked about the world of fandom in an interesting way I'll be talking about fandom and what it, that's like in a later episode of this podcast um but I just love this because I related so much to Angel the reason this isn't a four or a five star read is because towards the end it felt like it started to get silly I appreciate this book because the fan didn't fall in love with the band member. That, like, very rarely happens in real life, um, which I was grateful for. That didn't happen in this book, but it got silly. Like, I just, it started to get sort of fan fiction-y towards the end, and that felt like it spoiled it. I was like, why did you do that? Um... Uh, it no longer felt relatable, and that made me sad, because <laughs> I was really enjoying it up until that point. Um, 
this book made me want to read her other books so I'm going to be looking for those probably and reading those at some point and again you'll hear about it um but definitely read this if you're like me and you like bands and you like artists and stuff like that this book was real good um of the fandom books I've read that have dealt with fans and bands this one is like the best so far um and if you have any recommendations of books that are like this that I haven't read yet uh please let me know <laughs> I would love to read them the last book we have in our three and a half star category is called this is how we fly by Anna Marina so in this book we follow our main character named Ellen and she is grounded basically for the entire summer and this is before she goes up to college and to keep her busy her friend Melissa signs them up for a Quidditch league I loved reading about the Quidditch team. I loved reading about their games. I loved reading about the sport because I'd never actually learned about Muggle Quidditch before. I know about Wizard Quidditch, but Muggle Quidditch is a totally new thing for me. And I like the tournament in it. Uh, I played Ultimate Frisbee in high school and I also played in a league last year and Quidditch and Frisbee are very similar. Uh, it gave me all those like great feelings of you know being on the beach in the sun and cheering on teammates or the frustration when we kept losing points. And I liked that. That made me feel good. The issue I had with this book was that none of the characters know how to communicate to each other. So they all go around angry and misunderstanding things for a really long time. And then towards the end of the book... I mean, it's probably to show character growth, but at the same time, it's really frustrating when every character is that way. And there was this one character who's, like, introduced, and she's mentioned a couple other times, but it, it, she doesn't really add to the story. Like, like, her character doesn't add to the story. The problem that she proposes to Ellen is a part of the story, but, like, she's kind of irrelevant to the entire thing. Um... I really liked it, though. I enjoyed it. It brought back those good memories, like I said, and that always makes me enjoy a book a little bit more. But definitely read it, uh, especially if you like Harry Potter um, and have heard about Mogul Quidditch but don't actually know what it is. It was really fun. That was really fun. Um, if my university had a Quidditch team, I'd probably sign up for it, but I don't think we do. <laughs> so the next books I'm going to talk about, they are all part of the larger series. Some of these books I've, like these book series I've read before, some of these books I have not read before, and some of them I'm working on reading still. <laughs> so we're going to have two four-star books that are part of the series that I'm going to talk about, and then I'm going to talk about my five-star reads for 2020. So uh, we're almost there. We're almost there. Okay, so the first four-star book we have is This Can't Be Happening at McDonald Hall by Gordon Corman. I've read the series multiple times. I love it every single time I read it. It's about these boys, specifically these two boys named Bruno and Boots. And they go to an all-boys private school in Toronto called McDonald Hall. Um, they get into so much chaos. They get into so much mischief. They rope the girls finishing school across the street into all the things they do. And they're just so much fun and they're amusing books to read. I love them so much. Definitely read them if you're looking for something quick to read, something fun to read. Uh, they're written for kids, but they're, they're just so good. I enjoy them so much. And then we have The Mother Daughter Book Club by Heather Volko Frederick. Uh, these books follow four girls named Megan, Cassidy, Jess, and Emma, and they're beginning their fifth grade. I think they're 10. They're either grade four or grade five. And it follows them from when they're 10 until they go off to university. I've been reading these books since I was 10, and these girls kind of feel like they're my friends, so... 
I love reading about them. I read them often because I like them so much. And they're just a feel-good story. Nothing, like, super tragic happens. They're very, like, real-life situations that these girls get into. There goes the pen. <laughs> um, but they're so fun. I love them so much. I have to read the last book still, so I'm going to do that. When? I don't know. I have a huge to-be-read pile. But I will be reading it, uh, hopefully soon. We get to talk about the series I read in 2020. So some of these book series I've read before, their favorites, some of these I've never read before, and some of these I'm still working on. So first up we have the Harry Potter series. I love the world, I love the characters, I've been a fan of Harry Potter since I was in grade 5. I love that they've gotten to the point where they're starting to become the fans, the fans are starting to create content for them. I think that's really interesting. Um, these books are just so special to me, and I don't think I've read them front to end, starting with Philosopher's Stone, ending with Deathly Hollows, since I was 10 and read them for the first time. So it was nice to go back and read them in order. I, like, pick off one of the books and read it pretty much every year. I read a Harry Potter book pretty much every year. It just changes which book. But it was so nice to just read them in line, starting with one, ending with seven. And we did watch the movies this year as well. And I love the movies. I think they're great adaptations. A lot of books to movies, stuff gets lost in translation. But I think Harry Potter did a really good job. And it looks great on the screen. Uh, this is a five out of five every time. Five out of five Harry Potter. Read the books if you haven't. Uh, if you don't want to read the books, watch the movies. They're great films. I promise you'll love whichever you choose. And because I was on TikTok... Okay, TikTok, uh, this deserves its own episode, if I'm all honest. Um, a lot of people on TikTok were talking about Tamlin. If you've read the Court of Thorns and Rose series by Sarah J. Mass, you know who I'm talking about. You know why people on TikTok are talking about him. Um, but all this talk of Tamlin, oh my goodness, tongue twisters. It got me to want to read this book series. So I read a Court of Thorns and Roses. I've read it twice, actually. I read it twice that year. And I really liked it. It's a 5 out of 5 right now. I have started A Court of Mist and Fury and stopped that twice, so I need to actually start with that one. Um, and I know it's going to get better as it goes along. So while A Court of Thorns and Roses is a 5 star, if you just read that book, it's just a 5 star. It probably will be a 4 star once I read the other books in the series. I also have the new book in the series on pre-order, so that's coming out next month, I think. So... I should probably read those other books on my shelf soon so that I can read them. Um, I am excited to finish the series. I do know it's good. I have seen some spoilers on TikTok and YouTube and my Pinterest because Pinterest is like, oh, you searched up this or whatever. And then it like shows me results for that all the time. So I also have a Throne of Glass series that I have to read. There's just a lot of books I got to read still. <laughs> And continuing on the train of someone on the internet told me this was a good book. Um, I saw a lot of people talking about Anna and the French Kiss by Stephanie Perkins. So out of interest, I bought it. It's one of those books that sat on the shelf in the bookstore for years and I passed it. And I was like, I'm never going to read that book because the title, like, I don't know. I don't feel like it's the greatest title that anyone's ever created. But after reading the book, what else can you name that book? I love this book. It's a five out of five stars. Um, it's about this girl named Anna who goes to Paris. Uh, she goes to American school in Paris. She meets this guy, Sinclair. They become friends. There's a friendship group. It's a 
friends to lovers romance in it, and that's always fun. Um, as a result of liking Anne and the French Kiss so much, I bought Lola and the Boy Next Door, and I bought Isla and the Happily Ever After. I've only read Lola. <laughs> um, I give that book a four and a half out of five because, oh, uh, Lola. She kept changing her appearance, okay? And I like being able to picture characters, and I couldn't picture Lola. I couldn't ever figure out who she looked like or what she was, um, like I could with Anna and other characters that I've read. I did like the friends to enemies to friends to lovers that was in uh, Lola and the Boy Next Door. I thought that was interesting. And the characters, though, like both of these books have very interesting characters. Uh, I can't wait to read Island the Happily Ever After. Again, that's going to be a 2021 read, hopefully. I have the biggest series I own, and it's taken up almost an entire shelf on my bookshelf. Uh, it's the first two books in the Moral Instrument series by Cassandra Clare. So these would be City of Bones and City of Ashes. I've read the six books of the Moral Instrument series before. Um, I have my books, my Cassandra Clare books, that is, on my shelf in publication order because apparently that's how you're supposed to read them. So this means that I have the first three books of Mortal Instruments, then there's the three Infernal Devices books, then there's the last three books of the Mortal Instruments, and then it flip-flops back and forth between like story collections and a Dark Artifices book. Then I have the, what's the Alec Magnus series called? I don't remember. I have those books. I have all her books. I think I've just overwhelmed myself with them. They're five out of five books. I'm going to love them all. I can't wait to read them all. I'm currently reading, what is it, City of Glass. I love that one too. It's one of my favorite ones of the Moral Instruments series. I can't wait to get to know all the other characters that I've seen so much about on Cassandra Clare's Instagram and in her emails. And finally, fully understand the world that I'm reading. Um, if you don't know what these books are about, <laughs> um, it's about this girl named Clary Frey. And she's a normal human until one day she's at a club with her friend Simon and these people, Jace, Alec, and Izzy, uh, kill a demon. And so it's about this world that is hidden within our world of demon hunters. Very interesting books. There's so many characters to love. They're all very diverse and different. And I'm just really excited to read them all. That is another 2021 goal, is to read all of my Cassandra Clare books. Um, Chain of Iron is another book of hers that's coming out this year. I think it's coming out May, March, April, June. Somewhere in there. <laughs> it's after the uh, Sarah J. Mass book. But I can't wait to read them all. I've heard amazing things. Like, people don't read them because they're overrated. Same with Sarah J. Mass books. But I think they're good. I like them. <laughs> I haven't really heard bad things about Cassandra Clare's books. So definitely read those. I could apparently rant about these forever. <laughs> Finally, the last series I read in 2020. This one surprised me. Um, because of COVID-19, I've had to take my courses from home. And in the fall, I was sitting here in one of my courses and I have this book cart because I have so many books, they don't fit on all my shelves anymore. And the Hunger Games trilogy by Susan Collins was staring at me. Hunger Games became a huge thing when I was in sixth grade. Um, all the kids in my class and my grade loved the books, and I wasn't really interested in them. I read the first book. I read a bit of Catching Fire, and then I was like, I'm over it. I can't do it. I don't like it. But then again, I was like 11. 
Um, reading them now as an, someone older, um, what, like a lot of years later, <laughs> um, I love them. I thought they were incredible. They're very short books in comparison to other books of similar style. Like if you compare the size of Hunger Games to Divergent, they're significantly small. But I really liked them. I thought they were really well written. They're fast paced. Um, so time sort of skips, but it doesn't really like affect your enjoyment or affect your reading or your understanding of them. I loved Finnick, okay? And <laughs> if you've read the books, watch the movies, which a lot of people have, you know what happens to Finnick, and that's really sad. <laughs> um, the whole series is sad, to be honest. But as an adult, to read the things that are happening in the book makes a lot more sense, and I understood it a lot more. I do need to read the song, what is it, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, which is written from Snow's perspective. I think that's interesting, because how many books do we get that's written from a villain's perspective? Um, and something that I personally think would be interesting to read is a story from Gail's perspective. Not necessarily a full story, but maybe short stories about it, just to see how he dealt with what happened after Katniss goes to the Hunger Games. But that was a 5 out of 5 read. I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed it way more than I thought I would. And with that, my dear friends, we have... I have... Well, I have. You've listened to me review all the books I read in 2020. I had a pretty good year for reading. I enjoyed it. Looking into this year, my reading goal is just to read. I don't have a number in mind. Uh, we're halfway through January. I have... Three books on the go. I have not finished one of them yet. Like, any of them yet. Um, but I just want to read, pretty much, is it? Um, there's no real goal, like I said. Anyways, I really hope you enjoyed the first episode of the All the Friends podcast. Make sure you follow, like, whatever it is on Spotify or wherever else you're listening to so that you can listen to more episodes when they come out every Friday at noon. Uh, if you would like more I guess more content, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at all the friends underscore podcast. And uh yeah, make sure you like, follow, share with your friends. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you're all good. And uh you will hear from me next week. <laughs>